underestimate the power of PlayStation. PlayStation. Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 178, coming to you in glorious HD. <laughs> Is it? Yes. All right. I'm your host, Greg Miller, alongside rheumatoid arthritis, Ryan Clements. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. And uh, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Beyond. What's up, kids? No, nothing. Uh, Not much, we're man. in the new podcast room. It, it's it's nice. It's, I it, like it. I like how dark it is, but it's kind of putting me to sleep a little bit. Yeah, it's got that steakhouse vibe to it. Plus chairs. Oh yeah, nice, nice chairs. Nice red Ooh. walls, black yeah. walls. I didn't even think about these chairs. Yeah. These are pretty good. We're, it, the new podcast room gets my seal of approval. Thanks for sticking out. If you listened last week, we got a. It was interesting to see the emails about last week's GDC Diary mm. episode. Old school podcast beyond fans loved it. They were happy to see the format return. New school podcast beyond fans couldn't understand why the mic was so bad. Yeah, I was walking around, dude. With a portable voice recorder. In the wind. In the wind. With your talk San boy? San Francisco, yeah. And actually, yeah, Preston wrote it and said, Greg The talk back? What Is that kind what it was of? Called? I thought it was talk boy. I thought it was, to- was it talk boy? What, Maybe it was wasn't talk- there like a something back where you like hit, you're like, you know, no, I didn't. And it's like, no, I didn't. It's no, from, I didn't. It was from Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone 2 is the talk boy for sure. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm talking about the little the little toy that you recorded your voice into and you just press a button and it replays that one little clip of your voice. Oh, no, I don't know. And then the commercial was like the little brother and sister are arguing, so he records his voice. And then, uh, and then the sister is saying say like, yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yeah, they did. No, mm. they I've often thought it would be a great idea if somebody put together like an app that like took Mr. T recordings and used them, and then we could, you could just use that in shows. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, it sounds like a good podcast. Mr. T. Uh, anyways, Preston wrote in asking what kind of recorder we were using last week. Were you, we were using a Sony IC recorder. I don't know, some handheld tape recorder. It does well when you're not running through the streets of San Francisco to yeah. not get run over, yeah. and you're not at a, an obnoxious club. But yeah, and I want to apologize for us taking the time to record podcast. Oh, beyond don't last get all, don't get defensive about it. It's just I think <laughs> I don't think many people understood that we weren't in the podcast room yeah. for some reason. Yeah. That was all on location. I'll, I, I also love how when I asked Greg how the podcast turned out, because I was only on it for a few sections, yeah. Greg kind of looked into the air and he was like, well, there's two things that are happening. It's either or doom, 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 which I thought was a great uh, example. Now, you know what you know, GC was like? You, you guys lived it right there with us, yeah. first person perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into what is and forever will be the Roper Report, mm. uh, we need to announce the winners of some kill zone. Yeah. Limited yeah. Edis- edition Hellgas editions. If yeah. everybody remembers this, you can buy the Hellgas edition in stores nationwide. It comes with little Hellgas stand, figures, 24 hours of XP, you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the limited edition you cannot buy in stores. And the Hellgas the statue guy's eyes light up. So big Ooh. bonus. What we asked you guys to do was to bring in some kind of fan art or a fan submission of Ryan Clements getting brutally killed in the Killzone mm-hmm. 3 way. A lot of people did not do their research on what brutal kills were from Killzone and just sending things of Ryan getting brutally murdered, yes. which is not the same. That's course, fine. I mean, if, you It's know, fine if you want to make that, but it, and I'm not saying it disqualified <laughs> you. Obviously, many people obviously, obviously. But Killzone brutal kills were, you know. You walk up to somebody from behind with L1. You put your fingers through their eyes, stab them in the throat. Uh, we got we got a lot of good submissions. Can, can we? Can I just say something real quick yeah, as well? Do. Uh, we got we did we got a lot of submissions. I was really impressed about. Yeah. I want to thank everyone for sending their. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had, I they, mean, I've never seen turnout for a yeah. podcast beyond contest. <gasps> but I do want to say hundreds, this: hundreds of applicants. Half of the maybe not half, maybe a third of what we got submitted were just or totally half-assed. Yeah, well, uh, which I, is we fine. We said they could do that, though. which is fine. But this is the real deal prize, Greg. Yeah. yeah. So you really got to step your game up. Yeah. These, are the, these guys stepped their game up. Yeah. Also, Th- there were a lot of MS Paint submissions where they were like, LOL. 
Uh, yeah, well, they should have stepped it up. You need to take said. more photos of yourself too, Ryan. I noticed a lot of the photo being used and used was, in fact, the Japan one. Yeah. The goofy sunglasses. Well, but that's the thing is that the right away that I look like a hell ghast in that. True. So, but also I would argue that I have quite a few photos on Facebook. If if you're my Facebook friend and you're more than welcome to friend me on Facebook, I will accept. Uh, there is probably 200 or so pictures of me. All right. Well. I'm sure there was there'd be one that you could I'm find. I'm just saying a lot of people have the same idea. Yes, they, they definitely did. Uh, I'm going to go down the list here of our 10 winners. They're in no particular order. Sony was nice enough to give us 11. So we fulfilled the Daily Fix request. You, if you didn't win today, watch the Daily Fix tomorrow on Friday, March 11th. Right. Whoa, we're giving away ten of them. Mm-hmm. Eleven of them, technically. Oh my Ten of them here goodness. on podcast. I thought yeah. I thought that we were just giving away one, and we were picking the semifinalists right now. No, we, we are. We, these are all these are winners. winners. These are winners. They're all. These are the cream I'm of the crop. Greg and I unboxed all of them yes. yesterday. If you remember, I said, "Oh, don't worry about getting these on time." Sony's going to send them right to you. Sony sent them all to us. I have ten Hellgas editions at my desk right now. But. Greg and, I, Greg and I are going to – We have sta- a date. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, on Wednesday night, we're going to send them out, and then we're going to watch Pirates of Silicon Valley. There you go. So we're going to get some pizza. Some za, <laughs> too. You want to stay? Uh, you got to work out? Uh, yeah, I mean, I probably have to go work out. Double up on the workouts on Sunday and stay out on Wednesday. I'll see what I can do. Okay. As long as we don't get uh, extreme pizza. Oh, no, no, no. That won't happen. <laughs> we'll probably get some cheese. Oh, yeah. How about that? Some I'm, I'm digging that stuff. Joint? What is that? Pachis. What is that? Is that the, the Chicago, Chicago style? style? I mean, we don't have to get Chicago style. Yeah, can we get, like, thin crust? Yeah, sure. We get both. There you go. That's a lot of pizza. <laughs> All right, anyway, sorry. Yeah, Greg, we're a lot of man. All right. In no particular order. <laughs> <laughs> the first All one right. I have on my list is a YouTube link, so we can't show it to you. This was from Wallace Spills. This is him and his brother acting out Kill Zone Kills in their backyard in snowy environments. And this is the this is my favorite. Now, my personal favorite is this one. If only There are a lot of great submissions, as we said. Uh-huh. But this one is just... So instantly likable because it is it's sort of low production value in terms of them just out in the snow, but they're just beating the crap out of each and other. One of them is wearing a Ryan Clement's and, mask. And he's wearing a Ryan Clement's mask over like a helmet so he doesn't get hurt. But it's just the fact that they're filming these two brothers and the one brother comes up and slams the brother's head into a pole. That that cracked me up so much. Yeah, it was awesome. very good. Very good. So I appreciate the brother that was taking the beating. Yeah. Bravo. Yes. Unfortunately, there's only one copy of the game in the box, so we're going to get it. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, they're brothers. They have the co-op campaign that's local only. Ah, uh, ooh, touche. Uh, okay, next up, it Gibbs Raincock. No, I'm sorry, Rainock. I always say want to say Raincock because it looks like a funny name. It's just Rainock. 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 Let me see this. Rainock. Anyways, he sent in an awesome, uh, like, basically like a cool-ass grindhouse kind of poster where Clements is getting stabbed through the chest, me and Colin are down in the corner. Um, My heart's coming out, I'm, too. I'm flying to PAX East as soon as this is done. I have no idea your timetable. Are you going to have time to embed these in the article? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, cool. Well, maybe I'll make a blog just like I did last time so it, so it doesn't okay. clutter up the – Can you uh, put uh, you put, the, you put some, one of them in there? But, yeah, definitely yeah, link it up. Maybe that one. Okay, cool. So I don't want to spend time doing them. If you want to see these, go to IGN.com. Find the podcast beyond episode 178 article. There will be a link to Colin's blog in there. You can go find yeah, it that yeah. way. It'll be fun. Um, up next we have Greg Alexander. He did this uh, three or I'm sorry, four part comic strip here. Uh, he's an ex-bot. I vampire strike him, stab him in the ass. The real thing that wa- scored this one is the final frame here. It's uh, uh, these kill zone people, right, with our heads over him. You got Scott Lowe, you got Greg Miller, then you got Colin. Then over here on the side, you have some dude I didn't recognize. <laughs> so I, I finally put it together. I Googled Anthony Gallegos. This is an image for Anthony Gallegos that comes up. Not Anthony Gallegos. <laughs> was, uh, he, Anthony, of course, reviewed kill zone three for us. Uh, that is not really. Uh, he's that's a pro skateboarder, or <laughs> rollerbladers. Well like, done, though. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Up next, Daniel Smith drew a cartoon here of uh, a Hellgast like me oh. brutally killing Ryan Clements. This one, this one so is he, good. He flipped the script, mm-hmm. but it looks good. I like that. 
Uh, my next one is one of my personal favorites from this competition, John F. It's an anime <laughs> style of what we had talked about before, The Undertaker punching through the podcast beyond brick wall, <laughs> stabbing Clements in the neck, and then me and uh, Colin freaking out about it with the Washington Tacoma robot United States map behind us. However, now, Clements, you're a big anime fan. Oh What's going gosh. on with Clem- or Colin's I eyes would, there? I wouldn't have called it anime, to be totally honest. Really? I guess a Look little at the faces. bit. Yeah. Hey, well, and what the hell's happening in the Colin's eyes? Yeah, what is that? Um, so that that's the most anime-ish thing in this picture yeah. because when a character is like so uh, stunned or in shock, yeah. they do these like the, a series of dark lines over the eyes, like uh, like a cloud of despair is gotcha. over them. Mm. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Next winner here on the rundown is Max Drina's girlfriend. Max submitted this to get the prize, but his girlfriend actually went and made a sculpture yeah. of Ryan getting brutally killed by a Hellgas. That's my favorite one. Ryan's wearing a Beyond shirt. The hell, It's amazing. Like I, oh, yeah. That's a lot of time. and A lot of effort. Max, you have a keeper there. Don't let her go. You, yep. actually, you went the full nine yards, that one. Very amazing. good. Amazing. Uh, rounding out the pack, we have a couple other ones. Omar Majid, he, re- he put in a whole comic book, so I didn't print it out. He also incorporated The Undertaker punching through the wall. <laughs> so basically, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> if you wanted to get my vote, Undertaker punching through the wall. Uh, Brett Barry put in another YouTube video. His was a Lego stop-motion film of uh, Clements getting killed. It was pretty good. And then another YouTube video. Uh, I'm going to screw this one up. The DS Danny. I didn't screw it up. The DS Danny. He's another YouTube video who won. I don't even remember what he did, though. Oh. Do you remember? I don't have a good note here for what he did. It was a YouTube video. I bet he did something great. I bet so, too. If you put it in there, you can yeah, find all these videos. It? That's how we started finding other people. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. I mean, those were... We got a, It was hard. I mean, we, we deliberated. There were ones yeah. that we... we maybe would have won if there wasn't such a high caliber turnout for this particular contest. Yeah. I'm if, very impressed. If you were uh, foolish enough not to include your address in the original email, send them back to us. If you're a listener thinking you're going to pull one over on us, don't bother. We have the original email still <laughs> in a protected folder. Yeah. So it's not like I'm going to get confused <laughs> when I see it. It's like encrypted, yeah. heavily encrypted. Abraham Lincoln sends me something. Whoa. Like he's Max's girlfriend. That's not going to fly. Yeah, that's no, not going to fly. Abraham Lincoln don't use the internet? Yeah, I know. He's dead. <laughs> uh, let's kick it off. With what is and Forever internet. Will Be, the Roper Report? <laughs> All right, Colin, this podcast room, we're going to have to work through some kinks. This chair is part of the kinks. Right now, there's a a chair here, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) a big cushy chair, and I I like to kick it with my foot. I like to play with it. But then I kick it wildly, and it just rotates and blocks Colin in the rest of the show. (laughs) Just move it over a little bit. There There you go. go. Uh, Number one, firmware 3.6 is out. Not only does it add a much-wanted cloud-saving feature for PlayStation Plus users, but it also apparently re resecures the system against hackers. Yeah. It also has well, a controller sleep function in there. How long does will that? Yeah. I didn't know that. How long will that con- uh, resecure last? Probably now that think? they know it, they're gonna go hack it. Ten minutes. George, whatever his name is, right? <sighs> Tough business. Number two, Uncharted 3's villain has been revealed. She's an elderly British woman named Catherine Marlowe, and she's pretty awesome. Yeah. I oh, wouldn't say elderly. Yeah, she's uh, middle aged, maybe. Middle maybe aged. A, maybe a little she's, over she's middle aged. She's silver haired. She's probably in her sixties, I would say. Would you have classified that as elderly? You're not a you're not a senior citizen yet. That's true. I'd, I'd say she's Sully's age, so maybe she's not elderly. She's, a, she's an older, an old yes, a, a woman of her uh, a woman of fine years. taste. A woman of fine taste. <laughs> yep. Why uh, do you why do you like her so much? I, I like when I saw the game at GDC, I was really blown away by it, by how different that character is than than, than the, the bad guys from yeah. the first. Lazar- I think she's a lot like Lazarovich. You think so? Yeah, she eats blue shit all the time. Oh, uh, okay. Lazarovich sucks. <laughs> 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 Lazarovich was like the total weak point of Uncharted 2. The 
I, I like her just because she, she has, like, these three henchmen with her, apparently, and they have, like, pictures on the PlayStation blog, and uh, on the site we have it, too, um, that apparently just beat the shit out of people, like, for I, Like, she just stands there, and these guys just rough I everyone up. I love it. I lo- I, so, for some reason, I, I, I don't know if it was ever since watching Snatch or whatever, but British gangsters have always – they're just, like, my favorite thing to watch. When they walk into a room and they're like, now hold on a second, and they like punches <laughs> it, punches the guy in the face, you know, he's like, all right, I think he's out enough, you know, that's it's so good. Yeah, that have, was my British accent. Oh, uh, it was good. Yeah. We, we have the trailer on the site, the, the same one I saw at GDC, and uh, it's cool. She, she's just different. Like the, the Naughty Dog was telling us that you know she's gonna be much more psychological, taunting, and she, she pulls a dagger. She doesn't care. She pulls a dagger on Drake and like holds it up to his neck, like stole just his re- ring. Huh? Stole the ring, yeah, yeah. So the ring is going to be worked back in. Is it is it terrible that I forgot what the ring was all about? It was an uh, heirloom from Sir Francis Drake. Okay, that was like the first clue in in Drake's fortune that was telling him where he needed yeah. to okay, go. Okay, got it. Um, do you want to talk about Christopher Marlowe at all? Uh, I don't really like all, all I know about him is that. So someone wrote in the in the comments, and I think even tweeted me that. And I don't know if you know more details about it, but I haven't followed up on it. So, <laughs> Sir Francis Drake. Uh, was an explorer. (laughs) Sir Francis Drake worked for Queen Elizabeth. And uh, so they go way back, whatever. Obviously, Drake has a connection to... Drake has a connection to Queen Elizabeth. Uh, But apparently, Jonathan Marlowe was someone who told us also worked for Drake and Queen Elizabeth. So maybe this Marlowe is related... I thought Christopher Marlowe. Oh, Christopher. I'm sorry. Christopher Marlowe was related to... uh, So maybe this Marlowe is related somehow. So then Drake and Marlowe both go way back to Queen Elizabeth and Sir Francis Drake. And someone else had an interesting comment, which I never even thought of, which was that maybe Sully and and Catherine Marlowe had a little something back in the day. Oh, Maybe they know each people other. People like it's... Alpha Crow, who wrote into Beyond at IGN.com. Hold on. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I have two Uncharted 3 questions. I have, oh, shit. That is right. Now. With Uncharted 3 having a ruthless female enemy associated with a secret cabal, how long do you guys think it'll be until we're introduced to the son of Sully, either abandoned or that he never knew he had? Could the son be introduced in Uncharted 3? Remember, Sully did take a hooker to church once. Uh, well... Maybe maybe Drake's his son with Craig Thank Arthur Marlowe. Thank you. Are we overlooking that? No, we are not. <laughs> really? That would yeah. be awful. I don't know. That sounds yeah. awful. It would also be the prequel then to the movie they keep talking about where Uncharted, the movie, is going to be all family-oriented. Here it is. They're finally setting it all up. <laughs> and they go to Florida. They go to Disney World. In the movie. Is it, you think this is that it's just like ancestors con- constantly fighting over their old people's shit? Drake's out for the Sir Francis thing. Well, no, I'm out for Christopher Marlowe. I'm Greg Miller. I don't know who. I don't. I don't. Dad calls me and needs fifty bucks. To say fuck you, Dad. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't owe you nothing. I don't know some goddamn boat riding Greg Miller ancestry. <laughs> I'm not gonna go boat riding Greg Miller. I'm not gonna go climb walls for him. Can't, can't wait until someone like this orb through in time opens up and your ancestor comes out. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Get the fuck out of here. This is my show. Before we get off the Uncharted Three uh, vibe here. Tanner Pierce writes into Beyond at IGN.com and says, Now that the Uncharted 3 villain Catherine Marlowe has been announced, do you still think Chloe will return as maybe a secondary villain? Yeah. I think she'll be in the game, but I, I don't know if she'll be a villain or or maybe just have a cameo or something. Didn't she decide to be a good guy at the end, finally? She decided to walk away and probably have sex with Sully. I hate uh, that character, by the way. I hated that character. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. She was so attractive. She was. She was hot, but yeah. I'm always pulling for Elena. Hell yeah. Well, yeah. High five. Elena's, <laughs> Elena's awesome. All right. It's a cool lady. <laughs> she's, she's and cool and the cameraman. What's the cameraman's name? Jeff. Jeff. Oh. 
He's dead. You can't pull for him anymore. <laughs> That's Spoilers, true. if you haven't seen Jeff's dead. You can't pull for him anymore. He's fucking dead. I do love that uh, Jeff Rubenstein, for the longest time, had Jeff as his PlayStation blog, or his PlayStation <laughs> icon on. That's awesome. Uh, number three is Grand Theft Auto V in development. If details revealed online are to be believed, it is. It's codenamed Rush, just like GTA 4 was codenamed Frozen. And apparently takes place in Los Santos, Rockstar's fictional version of Los Angeles. A casting list, deca- de- a casting list details characters such as weed evangelists, neurotic soccer moms, and Armenian car dealers. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Grand Theft Auto game to me. <laughs> I can't bad? wait. I love Grand Theft Auto games, but I love them. I, I could go for another one. And now you don't have to do the guide. Oh my! Which God. I feel like make will make you so oh, much happier. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's great. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto Four took. Uh, Months of my life away. Yeah. Well, especially with the DLC. That was just another yeah, month or something. Kept coming back. Yeah. Gr- Grand Theft Auto 4 was fucking awesome, though. I love that I liked game. I like the game. I had a great time with the game. No? Stuck out your tongue? I, I, have to, I have to go back and play it all the way through. Did you ever I, never, it? I never finished it. Yeah. That last I played choice, it for several hours. That last cho- I've talked about it all the time, but the last choice where you know you have to make your choice or whatever. I remember driving, driving back and forth. stopping the car, turning around, driving. I couldn't decide which I wanted to do. <laughs> uh, according to EA CEO John Riccatello, Mass Effect 2's digital release on the PlayStation Network was a success. Huzzah! <laughs> EA admits that the ME2 overall on the PS3 did quite well, considering they, quote, 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 did absolutely nothing to promote it. But in terms of digital sales, Riccatello notes the PSN sales accounted for at least 10% of the game's overall sales. Wow, I'm surprised it's not more. Really? It just, to me, 10% seems like such a small amount. And no, people think are so used to buying discs. They want yeah, discs. I guess. I mean, I, I like having the, the, the disc too, but eventually I'm going to run out of space in my apartment. Yeah, the game's 12 gigs, which I think would just, with the PlayStation Network PS3 download uh, speeds would... Uh, yeah, it took me forever, forever to download that game. Colin, you like buying games and you 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 like buying new games, right? In boxes. Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. There's just something about I I don't like having. Uh, now that I have a job and I'm not a kid anymore or whatever, where I have a little bit more money or whatever, like with some more disposable income, I just like having the game new and I like supporting you know developers that like when a Dragon Quest game comes out, I go buy it on DS because I want to tell them that I appreciate that they they localize the game and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, you missed the obvious answer, but luckily Evan wrote into BeyondTheIGN.com, <laughs> and he's got it for you. Hey, Greg, Colin, and Ryan. Hi. I just wanted to say to Colin that when I bought Pokemon Black today at GameStop, I know, it's not a PS3, but still, I sniffed the manual yeah, when did. I opened the box. Yeah, you did. Ah, that fresh new game smell. Yeah, you did. Of course you did, because it's... it's see, that. Jim Riley and I are onto something with this, which is that game manuals smell amazing. And that's a, definitely a good reason not to buy a, a used game, because, A, that someone else might have already sniffed that manual. Yeah, and either way, the manual. You don't want to do the double sniff. You don't want to sniff some whore. Sloppy <laughs> seconds. Uh, number five, DC Universe Online is prime for a digital release in the PlayStation Network. <laughs> Probably based on the Mass Effect Two news. Mm. Uh, there's no firm date yet for the release. The game will cost fifty nine ninety nine on its own with a free thirty day trial. Same thing you get in stores. Monthly play will still cost fourteen ninety nine thereafter. You could buy six months for seventy seven ninety nine or twelve months for one thirty four ninety nine. A lot of money. That thing is a hog too. That's another 15, 14 gigs. That's gonna take forever to download. And you've given up on it. Uh, I it broke my heart. I didn't give up on it. It it broke my heart, and I have. So you're in denial. I have been on the wagon, as they say, mm-hmm. for like two weeks. I haven't played DC Universe Online in two weeks. Good for you. But I will fall off the wagon one day and go back to it. Will you? When I well, I'm gonna come back from PAX and hopefully have a copy of Homefront and play through that for a bit. Hopefully you will have a copy yeah. of Homefront. Well, if not, I can just Hillary's been playing. one. I can grab it. Yeah, we have two copies. I have yeah, one. I can, Hillary I can has one. So one, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just amazes me, man, that you put so much time into that game. Yeah. 
Yeah. I really, really enjoy it. I know. Uh, I'm so close to tier two armor. That's why it makes me very cranky that everything went to hell. But that's a story we've already recounted on Podcast Beyond. Yes. I do believe, maybe. Yes. Okay. In short, it fucked me over. Yes. Uh, number six. A new Ape Escape game is coming to PlayStation 3! Exclamation point. There's little information yet on the game, though it's been designed specifically to play with the PlayStation Move. <laughs> Huzzah. Uh, there will be 15 levels, 500 monkeys to capture, and plenty of different game modes. It'll be a PSN download. <laughs> Our game has 500 monkeys. How many monkeys you got in that game? 500. 500 monkeys. <laughs> 500. What the fuck hey, you think of that? Hey, how many monkeys you got in that game? Hey, kid, how many monkeys you want in your game? What do you want in a sandwich? <laughs> Number seven. <laughs> it's a little late, but Infinity Ward has finally released a fix for the hacking that's plagued Modern Warfare 2 on the PS3 since January. It only took them two months. Good, good job, the guys. That should be available to you in the next time you boot up the game. Bravo. Yay. Everyone, sh- everyone's shit's already deleted, but wait... But, Way to be to get those uh, that fix up real quick. Your final entry on the column where we already sponsored Roper Report. Deuce X. <laughs> also, it's often mispronounced as Deus X. <laughs> Human Revolution finally has a release date. Look for it to come out on August 26th. You know, August from the 14 press enough. releases they sent out about that. Oh. I didn't know. I didn't know when it was coming out. Oh, wait, that's right. They sent out 14 press releases. Yeah. Well, they, they, there was a mistake in one of them, and so they had to send out a new they one. They said, we've noticed you're all calling it Deuce X. It's really... Deus that was X. not the correction that they offered. When when Deus Ex came out on Xbox, the original one, I bought it and I, I thought it was Deus Ex. Until someone was like, until someone like I, I don't know, I was like a, a freshman in college maybe. Someone's like, it's a Deus. Yeah. I'm like, oh. me and my fr- my friends in college bought it. Uh, Did you PS2 go into the version. store? No, I think I got it at, like Best Buy or whatever. Actually, I think I, I was like one of those times where I like trudged through the snow in Boston to go buy a game at Best Buy. I did that with like Rainbow Six Three and a bunch of other games and. So I, I didn't have to say anything. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Same thing in college. We played it, and everybody called it do sex. Nobody knew the difference. And then I, I held that belief until I started working here. And people were talking about deus ex. Like, what the fuck is do sex? They're making it out of do sex? It's hard, man, because, like, you just – like, people always make fun of me, but I, I'll, I will and always will say Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, and like Mario. forever and Mario. Yeah, it's like – it's. I mean, it's the same thing I always ran into reading comics, right, is that you they make up names. And you read them, and you pronounce you in your head. You don't talk to anybody about these games ever because yep. you're reading about them or talking yep. online. And then yes, I guess maybe podcasts help break down that wall now. But yeah. back in my day, that wasn't there. Yeah, back in the schoolyard, we were calling it Mario, and we were calling it Ninja Gaiden. It's it's always going to be that to me. So interesting so adorable. thing about you, Colin Moriarty. Yeah, dedicated hard worker. You're yeah. killing it here on IGN editorial. Hell yeah. You completely fucked up the Roper Report. Did I? And you missed one of the biggest stories of all time. <gasps> Kung Fu Live has finally gotten its <laughs> price drop. Now, uh, eagle-eyed, eagle-eared listeners, remember that we predicted when Kung Fu Live would finally get a price drop on an episode of Podcast Beyond. I want to tell you, you kids are doing a great job out there. Because I tweeted this, and in less than 15 seconds, had like 17 responses to the episode and the minute mark. I love uh, our fans. So great, yeah. Of course, follow us on Twitter, Game Over Greggy, for stuff like this. No taxation. Pwomp Cider. We'll give this out again slower at the end of the show. But uh, on episode 165, December 9th, we said, Price is right rules. Closest without going over. <laughs> When's this game getting a price drop? Colin guessed December 21st, <laughs> which was like a week and a half after the game had been released. <laughs> Game's doo-doo. What are you Ryan wanting? Ryan and Scott Lowe j- guessed January 4th, and then Greg guessed January 11th. Those were the guesses. It finally broke down here in March. So I win. Close to that going over. I bet the dollar. Uh, thank you, Devin Sneathan. Super fan for do writing we, that one. Do we give you a dollar, though? No. No, 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 no. That's okay. not how pr- – it was just that was price. Oh, right. got it, got it. Did I say Devin's name? Devin Sneathan, right? Sneathan? Sneathan? I don't know. Sneathan? Sneathan? Sneathan. 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 Game Scoop fan. He comes in all the time. He's been on the show already. Shut oh, up. Oh, Devin. Yeah. yeah. Devin. 
I just don't know how to pronounce his last name. I, well, now, now I, I can't even those, envision it. It's, it's, I think it's Sneedham. Uh, there might be a Sneedham. No, it's Sneedham. Devin Sneedham. I know all about Is this kid. Devin airline, Devin. Airline Did, uh, stewardess, right? No, flight, what do they call him now? Flight attendant. Flight attendant. Flight attendant. He's not a stewardess. I Did Devin come in with his girlfriend or was he? Yeah, Lisa. Uh, uh, he was on okay. Beyond? No, he was, no, no, no. He was on GameScoop. Oh, okay. Who was the guy that was just on Beyond randomly? That like Mike Mitchell. My, no, not Mike Mitchell. Oh, Mike Mike Mitchell that was supposed to come over for dinner last week with yeah. you, but then you got sick. Greg Miller gets sick. Uh, Mike Mitchell can't go out without me. No, he won't. He won't do it. can't come hang out with Colin Moriarty on his own. He won't do it. You're so intimidating. He won't do it. Oh, we've watched many football games together. He's going to come over this weekend for dinner. Either. Sure he is. He's going to find out I won't be there when he comes. Colin, <laughs> if I didn't go to PAX East right now yes. and I wanted to go to the store and buy some games, where could I go to find out what's in the stores? Uh, you go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. Bring it to him, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was creepy. That <laughs> was supposed to be, like, badass, but apparently not. So uh, on PS2... Yeah. MLB, the Whoa, show. Oh, shit. Just come I, out. I bet you're all happy you kept the backwards compatible PS3s now, aren't you? Buy that shit. I am. I still have tons of PS2 Shut games. Up. I am going to stab Shut you <laughs> with a highlighter. <laughs> now, so I don't have it in this week's uh, Beyond, but I did read the email from a fan telling me I need to lay off railing on backwards compatibility. So I will. If you want your backwards compatibility, I want you to have it. I just don't see the purpose because I'm Greg Miller always moving forward. Oh. <laughs> so then you admit that you should never look back to DCU then. You should just move forward. Sure. I admit that. All right. But wait a second. DCU's always getting new content. Greg is doing some sort of dance. You're scaring the shit out of me. The world is broken. Candy Cane's brain. New DLC, Candy Rain. Superman is just getting candy canes are magic. They're made of kryptonite. Kryptonite candy canes. <laughs> oh, I must make Greg oh spit out his water. And that's it. That's all I came out this week. Oh. No way, really? Do we get to no. do the PS2 game? One PS2 game? <laughs> no, there's more. Oh, okay. Uh, PSP got MLB 2K11, MLB 11 The Show, Phantom Brave, Hermuda Triangle. Nice. Not Bermuda. And maybe, but I'm not sure, Disgaea Afternoon of Darkness. I don't know if that's actually I'm going to say no. That okay. is not correct. So I'm just lying about that. No, I think you're you're going off of what GameStop said. Yeah, yeah, but I'm also lying about it. Okay. Uh, on PS3, we have MLB 11, the show MLB 2K11. You Star 2. Yeah. Dragon Age 2 and bring Ra- it up and Rango. Cool. And that's all she wrote. What do we got in the digital? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> no, yeah. Can, you Star 2, baby. That's that, that's good, but I'm still cracking up about picturing Superman. <laughs> He's all just flying comfortably. No. <laughs> There's just oh. too many candy canes. Save uh, me, Jimmy. Okay, so on the PlayStation Network this week, as I think Colin mentioned earlier, uh, who mentioned the Mortal Kombat demo already? No one. Yes, no? Oh, all right. <laughs> New to the podcast. <laughs> Exclusive to PlayStation Plus subscribers. Mm-hmm. You can get a Mortal Kombat demo. Now, this is the game that I am very tentatively looking forward to because for some you know I haven't played a Mortal Kombat in about 417 years wow. and I just I'm in the mood for Mortal Kombat and it looks like they're going to go back to the basics they're going to take out all those dumb DC characters no. I'm just kidding no, that's true that. so it's going to be really stiff and boring uh no that game looks fun as hell it dude. looks Every fun time you're going to have a good game, time it looks like a blast yeah. I mean I suck at it 
Yeah, I'll well, tell you right now, GDC, we didn't talk about this on the show. Sid Schumann from the PlayStation blog beat me unmercifully. <laughs> we went to this demo, and Ed Boon's there, and I'm waiting to interview him and stuff. I'm like, oh, sure, I'll play it. So I jump down next to Sid, and I'm playing. And Sid is a maniac at fighting games in general. And he's just like, he's like, at first, he's really, he's trying, and he's just destroying me. And finally, he realizes I'm awful, and I haven't played Mortal Kombat since 2. So he backs off and lets me get a few hits, and then he's just clobbers me. <laughs> he's pulling fatalities. He's x-ray breaking my spine. Oh, oh my geez. goodness. Terrible. Sid, why would you do no, that to Greg? Man. He did a good job. Uh, also, big news. Core, uh, episode 34 is now available. Mm. Yeah, right. Friend of the show, Veronica Belmont. Uh, yes, well, that's true. I mean, Veronica does a good job, but I haven't seen Core in a long time. Uh, downloadable games. Test yourself psychology. I downloaded that game How's for two ninety nine. You downloaded it? Two ninety nine. Yeah, because I'm, I'm gonna see if uh, the I'm gonna see. If, uh, I got some trophies. I'm sure that I didn't look at the list. I think you just have to do all the tests and get the trophies. I think mm -hmm. it's. But uh, yeah, I was talking to Damon, and I was like, cause I was like, do you want to review this game? And we're trying to do some like unique types of reviews, like when Christine and I reviewed uh, spare parts together. Mm -hmm. So I was like, my my girlfriend is uh, get a. Currently, get two years into our PhD program in forensic psychology. So, what if we played the game together, and she can tell me, especially because she likes to do testing and stuff like that, to see how accurate it is. So, we played it a little bit together, and and uh, it's I don't want to say it's pretty accurate, but like a lot of the things are are uh, like the tests that I've taken for her when she was like working on how to do them. So, we should review the game probably next week. All right, very nice. That's all that's up this week. Greg, I have a fun game that you and I are going to play now. It down. Are you ready? Yep. I want you to say Disney's. And then I am going to respond with, uh, I'm going to complete the title, and then it, you just keep saying Disney's until I do this. All right? Disney's. Hercules. Disney. Peter Pan. Disney. Lilo and Stitch. Disney. Toy Story Racer. Disney. Monsters, Inc. Scream Team. Disney. Toy Story 2. Disney. The Emperor's New Groove. Disney. A Bug's Life. Disney. Oh, oh damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all available now in the PlayStation Network. All PS1 classics. Disney's. Ridge Racer. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's Ridge Racer. Uh, R4 Ridge Racer Type 4 is also available. Uh, those are all PS1 classics, and then there's a bunch of add-on content. I didn't see any important add-on content. Uh, there is some Dragon Age 2 stuff. That's yeah, cool. That deals and Hyper Neptunia. Uh, and there's a chef hat for Hyper Dimension Neptunia, so that's Sweet. a big deal. Sweet. Uh, little Big Planet 2 content. And then if we mosey on over to the PlayStation Portable section, we have Phantom Brave, as you said, the Humida Triangle is also available digitally, and MLB 11 the show. Awesome. You've missed something so critical. That I'm miss? about to jump through this window. We have a window now, ladies and gentlemen. Holy jeez. And just end it all. What is it? Mega <laughs> Man 3 is on the PlayStation Network this week. It didn't as a, say, where as does a, it say that? As a PS import. Where does it say that? Tell me. You show me in this giant I packet. I, I would have found it. See. Go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying you're lying. Uh, pick of the week. Well, Mega Man 3 is definitely no, the pick no. of the week. Is, this the, is it all in Japanese again? Yeah. Is it another one of these games I can't fucking read? Uh yes. Uh, no, that's not. Paleo. No, it's it's a port of uh, it's a port of uh, the Mega Man three from on the PS one that was re released there. I mean, you can play it. There's no text in the game, but if you want to navigate the menus and stuff, you're gonna. Yeah, yeah. You if I want to understand what the hell's happening. Yeah, exactly. But it's uh, I believe Colin, according to Colin Moriarty, it is the best game oh, yeah, of no, all time. No doubt about it. Okay. It's on the front page. It says it's discounted, but I don't know where where it's in the. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't look. Uh, no idea. Pick of the week. Dragon Age 2, 8 5. You don't like that one? That's not a good pick. Dude, I'd give Mega Man 3 a 10, so I'm going to say. Uh... Bad shit crazy. <laughs> this kid. God Wait, what damn, else? What son? else came? Uh, the show. Got an 8 from Hillary. Yeah, would... all right. Dragon Age 2 is Dra fun. Yeah, so 
I, I guess I've been really out of the loop. Oh. You guys want to? You want tell me why Dragon Age Two is so much better than the first one? I'm not gonna that. I have combat, no idea. They fixed combat. Well, I read the review. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not a hater. You know, I'm not a hater either. I just haven't. Hate I haven't had a like, Whatever. Hate. Mega Man's out. I'm done. Uh, That's what happened during the Trophy War. They they brought in uh, the more like Mass Effect style wheel for conversations. It looks better. Uh, that's the main thing. Cool. That's the main stuff. It's Very an improved cool. version. Do you of do you need to play the first one? Is it a, a direct sequel? Uh, it's running concurrently, I believe, at some points. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I think okay. Because it's all told uh, like it's a frame narrative, like Princess Bride, where like this guy's telling the story and things are happening. So there's a lot of jokes at that expense too. Like when he's the guy, you don't know that that's happening, right? It's, like at certain points, you forget that. Simon was saying. So like this guy's telling the story and like. Uh, like when he's telling it, this girl's got gigantic breasts or whatever, and then the lady listening to the story stops him, and they go back, and then she, the girl, the breasts are normal size. And this no way. Yeah, really? Yeah. So oh, there's like jokes like that. It's got a good sense of humor to it. Oh, okay. Um, uh, of course we posted that review. Everybody was just like, perfect. Eight five. Can't wait. Great. Oh wait, that's not what happened at all. Uh, it's time for everyone's favorite comment corner. <laughs> Dragon Age two. This one comes. <laughs> this was submitted to us off the Facebook wall. Uh, this one comes from Miguel. Miguel wrote, Seriously? You had to spoil me the ending, you motherfucking piece of shit? I am never reading your reviews again, you stupid fuck-faced douchebag. <laughs> fuck you, IGN, and fuck you guy that wrote the review, you <laughs> giant fucking asshole. Wasn't it a girl? Yeah, Christine wrote yeah. that. Yeah, all right. Well, that's there you go, Miguel. Thanks, Miguel. Thanks for the I'm positive feedback. Yes, very good. I don't think the review ruined the ending. In any no, way. it probably didn't. A lot of people that complain don't read. Yeah, so. that happens. Hey, I want to say something real quick. We didn't get a chance to visit this because we were at GDC or whatever. Yeah, please, lay it on me. Last week, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog came out on PlayStation Network, <laughs> and it's free for PlayStation Plus subscribers. The first episode? No, yeah. like the, the, the original game Genesis ever. game. Oh, really? For PlayStation yeah. Plus only, it's available it's in a few trophies. weeks for everyone else. That game sucks, bro. Like, I really I really want to sit down and talk about I really want to sit down and have a rational conversation for just All a right. minute about Sonic. All right. Because I tweeted about it, and some people were like, yeah, man, that game sucks. Some people were like, you're crazy. You well, know? it's the Sega fanboys like me. I didn't know that it's fucking Sylvester Stallone yeah, was, uh, <laughs> was on the thread. So... Fuck the world. I downloaded the game. I'm like, you know what, man? I, 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 all right, so I was a Super Nintendo kid. Clearly the superior system. But I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this game a chance again for like the 17th time in my life. I'm like maybe I'm just missing something. People really like this game and they really like this character. I sit down, I play it for I don't know half an hour, and the game just sucks. It just sucks. It's so stiff. Why? It's boring. You know because <laughs> the game is all about speed, and really what it's all about like a lot of old games is memorization. But you're like just running, and then you just there's like different rules for different enemies. Some enemies you can kind of jump on and kill, but then like I jump in on a hornet and all my rings fly out. I'm like, all right, so that doesn't really make any sense. And then you know, so like just little little things like, and when you're like standing still because the game's all about speed, it's just clunky. It's just clunky. The game, what I always say is like, you know, it's contemporary Super Mario World. Super Mario World makes Sonic look like shit. It, it just makes Agreed. it look like yeah. absolute. Yeah trash and i just don't understand why people still go it's, back and are like this game's great this game sucks it's totally rose-colored glasses i was a sega kid i had sega consoles my whole life we finally had a mascot it was bright and colorful it had rings and shit we were like this is radical look at the bunnies coming out of this Eggman thing i just ruined like it was fun it was good you enjoyed it but yeah go, i i've gone back and played and it was like eh, man this isn't this is like yeah it's, it's you, rough especially man. when you, you you get stopped 
and then you have to get going from a dead start. It's like this is really slow. It's just like because I, I go back and I play Super Mario World every so often. Super Mario World. Super Mario awesome. World's just as brilliant as the day it came out. And I just don't I want people to write into beyond IGN.com. If they're big Sonic fans and Sega advocates, or maybe if they they agree with me, I just want to I want to know what people like or don't like about those games. I really want people to really break I like it down. The music. The music's cool. And I like the aesthetics. You know, yeah, the aesthetic's yeah. cool and the characters are cool. I think Sonic's a cool character, but cute, but you know, gameplay is core, you know, and it's 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 totally lacking in that game, man. It's and that's the uh, that's by far the last time I'm giving that game a chance uh, over the years. You know, what about I, what about episode two when it comes out? Sonic two, you're saying? Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. No, no, Sonic the Hedgehog episode two. Like the, the remake? The yeah, yeah. I didn't even buy the first one. I'm not yeah, buying that stuff. Expensive. Not for fifteen bucks. Yeah, that's expensive. The hell out of here. Oh, do you want a code? Do you have a code? I can get you a code. Sure. Easily. I mean, yeah. If it's, I'm not. I'm definitely not buying a game. Go ahead. $50. I want to hear your impressions on that. Okay. I want to hear your impressions next. Can round. you remind me when we get downstairs? And I'll uh, yeah, email. sure. That'd be great. Thanks. Um, ladies and gentlemen, before I forget, um, we're not. I'm not rushing through the podcast, but it's. I gotta fly out to Pax East here. In a little no, bit. You, I mean, you know, if you need to leave, come on, oh, I, I can know. do it. That's what I'm doing. Well, okay. but that's what I'm doing. Uh, Pax East is this weekend out in Boston. If you should be coming, if you're not, you're crazy. Uh, if you want to hang out with us, we have a few opportunities to do that. You can find it all at tinyurl.com/ign at Pax East. But the big news is that Saturday from 6 to 9 p.m., we're doing a meet and greet at Barlow's. It's all ages. Uh, there's free food, free booze, too. There'll be free Coke if you want some. Wait, hold on. Coca-Cola. <laughs> free Coca-Cola if you want to come. If you're, if you're and then Sunday, free booze, free Coke. Fun come day, on, geez. come on. Fun day Sunday is the live GameScoop panel at 3.30 there at PAX East, where I will be joining Damon Hatfield and Ty Root to give away a whole bunch of stuff, debut a new GameScoop, too. Hell yeah. Have some fun. Ty so, Root's going to be there? Yeah, oh yeah. Sunday that Funday is what it's going to pop off. I call it Sunday Funday. That was an NES game. Was it? It was uh, an unofficial, like, religious game. Oh. Is it Funday Monday? <laughs> no. Mm. Monday sucks. Um, topic Except of the week when time. it's fun. Do, 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 do. Oh, wait, real quick. Before, when you go to Boston, go, go, to, go to Northeastern University say hello. I'm not going to do that. Please. I will look around. How close is it? It's uh, the it's, Boston Convention Center. Uh, not very. No, I'm not doing that. Though. It's by I'm, Prudential I'm, Center. I'm going to try to buy an iPad, too. Is it by the iPad 2 store? <laughs> There's an Apple store in Prudential <laughs> the Center. The iPad 2 store. Anyways, that... <laughs> topic of the week, Ryan Clements, it's all yes. about you. you know, we didn't tell you ahead of time. Oh, no. uh, you posted an article last night that I found very intriguing. Ooh. Uh, Last Guardian's the, Girl Trouble. I was about to say the Wack Fu preview on the PC channel. Did you post that too? Yes, I did. <laughs> Is it related to Shaq Fu? Uh, no, not not that's, at all. That's no, too that bad. Sucks, yeah. Yeah. But yes, Last Guardian. Give me the rundown. Nutshell. The For nutshell listeners is joining us. Uh, TGS last year. Uh, Fumito, Fumita, Fumito Oeda. I think I got it right. I'm I'm sorry. I'm so rude. Anyway, Oeda song. I think it's Fujimo. It's not Fujimo. <laughs> it's Fumito. Fumito Oeda is the director of Last Guardian and also created Shadows of Colossus and Eco. Okay? Yeah. He says during a presentation, someone asked, why are all your uh, your characters male in the games, you know? And, and you know, and he was answering it and stuff, but it, ultimately he kind of arrived to the conclusion, oh, you know, a, a girl would be wearing a skirt, and that would, if you were in control of the camera, you could accidentally get inappropriate exposing of the character, and that's the reason. That never happens in Japanese games. Anyway. <laughs> that immediately didn't sit right with any of us, and I was like, "Why would why would a girl need to wear a skirt? She could easily wear pants." Yeah. And so, it, you know, I was bothered by it. It bugged me. And then a couple months ago, I had the chance to go to Japan and uh, see the an actual live gameplay demonstration of The Last Guardian, and also get to interview Oeda. And I was like, "Perfect! This is a chance for me to clarify. Maybe there was a joke that I didn't understand. Maybe there was a mistranslation. I'm going to sit him down in the interview, and I'll do that." And I sat him down in the interview, uh, asked a bunch of normal questions first, and then genuinely, just to, to, to figure things out, I, uh, I asked him about this comment that he made, and 
And if he could clarify it, and he reiterated that, oh, yes, of course, well, a girl would be wearing a skirt, and that would be inappropriate. And then I was like, well, and, and he said, and also, uh, girls are not strong enough to climb around those sorts of environments. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't make sense. And then I said, well, surely a girl could. It's, it's possible that a girl can climb around like a boy, even if it's statistically more likely that a boy of that age would have be stronger than a girl. It's, this is fiction. It doesn't right. matter. Statistics don't play into it. And also, a costume design change could easily address the issue of a skirt, as in just don't put a skirt on the character. Mm. Then he just comes back to me with more with more reasonings uh, that I also don't like. How if the character was far away, a girly look like long hair and a skirt wouldn't be wouldn't be visible. And and then I and then he asked and then he could tell that I was you know still confused, still a little troubled. And really he like me, this article, by the way. Thank you. It's a great progression of yeah how you originally gotten got you know jarred by it, and then this conversation actually is really well told by. Oh, you. thank you very much. But essentially, it was. This was this was not. I want to clarify that, of course, this was not me attacking Ueda because not only were we speaking through translation, but we're speaking through a cultural gap. But it was me being very upset by the reasoning behind what he was saying, and uh, that was really what all the article was about. Was just how upset I was by. by I this thought it was a great article, and I thought you presented your point extremely well, and that's why I didn't understand the flack you were getting in the comments. Mm. And one of our uh, Richard Keeling here wrote in. He was perturbed by it. He says. Uh, this is what really bothered me. You claimed his argument did, and I quote, border on sexism. Sorry, Ryan, but not really. Though it is certainly not impossible for a girl to do any of those things at that age, it is plain science that men tend to have more muscle than women. While climbing might be easier for a girl that age considering the while climbing might be easier for a girl consider that age considering muscle body size differential, melee combat would be indefinitely more plausible for a boy. You if, so do you still think that sex sexism is a terp blah blah blah? I can I can address that on a couple notes. Go ahead. First of all, as as I just said, I, I understand that there is there's men and women are different, and that's absolutely fine. Uh, that's not at all the problem. The mm. problem is that in a fictional world, he's he automatically assumed that a girl wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. But more more problematic is the first the first response was she would skirt. be wearing a skirt, which is where the real the real issue arises. Yeah, it's strange. I I would have preferred an answer. I would have respected an answer from him more. It just being honest and saying like I don't want to deal with a female character. Yeah, that, and that's totally you fine. You put that in there. That, and yeah, then, if, and if, then if you would have said my vision was a boy, done. Uh, yeah, that's fine. There's no, there's no. It doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl. Yeah, because those are you're what you're advocating why. more women in games. Yeah, that's not your point. That's not my point at all. I totally am with you on everything you said because I, I that's what I got out of it. You know what I mean? It, it, totally, he's a creator. He's allowed to do what he wants. Yeah, but absolutely. But the fact that yes, his reasoning, well, of course, it's a boy because the girl would be in a skirt and not be physically able to hold on to a mythical creature. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, what? it's it's bizarre. Like I, that's what I'm saying. Like it sounds like just a cop out, you know. <laughs> and then, and then I love that you retweeted the one dude that said, and obviously girls aren't able to do young acrobatic or young girls aren't able to do acrobatic moves. Just try and find a young uh, girl gymnast. You can't. You that can't. Was, oh, yeah, it's Craig Herman from uh, University of Missouri. Right? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a great quote. But yeah, that was that was another one of his reasonings was that he didn't think that. A, a young girl could make acrobatic movements, yeah. which to me doesn't make any sense no, at all. No, the whole thing doesn't make any sense. Because if anything, if anything, while yes, men are, I guess, statistically more likely to have like you know more muscle mass and to be stronger, I think I think statistically women are more likely to be, have flexibility. 
I think. Yeah, sure. That's what, oh, that's, for sure, dude. Right? They, I mean, that's why that's why so many girls are, you know, interested in training gymnastics. Yeah, there's, there, see, this is the thing is that I can understand, I guess, in a, in a, like a real cursory way how people would be upset. It's like, oh, this is a great game developer. It's made some of the best games. Let's just let him do his thing. If he has some short shite explanation for it, then just let it go. But, like, everything he said is a cop-out. Of, of like the the premise of the fact that like he really just wants to deal with male characters. I mean that's clear and that's like an okay thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's totally fine, and it wouldn't even be a non-story. But like it's a, it's a little strange to just make these bizarre excuses that he like just like the more he said, it's like just digging the yourself D, in yep. a hole. Yeah. It's just like they're gonna wear skirts. Well, no, well they're not they're not able to climb. Well, it's like what. Well, Dude, there's a, big, there's a big fucking cat on the screen, dude. Like, if, if you have this big cat creature, then I'm pretty sure you can just make the female character able to do those things. It's really not that far-fetched. Not any more far-fetched than the cat that's following you around everywhere. It's interesting. I mean, you touch on just it being a cultural divide in there, right? Yeah. As far as how Japan views women. Uh, it's it, there, are, there is a huge difference between Japan's gender and gender roles and, and just their perception of sex and stuff. And then how we have those things here. And, of course, I'm not qualified to, to speak volumes about – You're not a doctor. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> about, like, gender roles and psychology in Japan and, like, how society operates. I just – I sort of just have a, you know, a very I, – I guess what's the word? Just a, it's a limit. It's a limited understanding, but it's still – it's enough for me to say that, yeah, I mean, there's there's probably cultural influence at work here. And I'm, I'm not trying to attack Ueda. He was very nice to me. He's very courteous to everyone around him. I'm not saying he's a bad person. But there's this is definitely I think a troubling a troubling issue that we should be talking it's, about. Just yeah. talking about it doesn't mean that you know we're, we have to raise torches or anything. Mm. Yeah, there's little divides like that, right? Like I'm yeah. reviewing Yakuza, and there's a part in the beginning when uh, you're this loan shark guy, and you have a, an assistant who's female, and she's a bit overweight or whatever, and you have this conversation, and up until now you've been this totally nice guy, and you are a totally nice guy throughout the game, right? You're you're actually loaning people money without interest, which they get into later, but. As far as the preview coverage, I won't go into it. But uh, you're talking to this girl, and basically she's like, there's these thugs downstairs or whatever. And she's like, I don't want to go out there alone. And he basically is like, whatever, you're too ugly to be. They won't have any interest in you. They're not going to try to rape you or attack you. And, uh, and, and, and she just accepts that the answer. Like, that's just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, there's no, like, that would be such, that if you said that in, a, in an Americanized game, you'd be, that character is a douchebag, asshole, you know, cigar-chomping jerk, like stereotypical, right? Right. But this guy's totally cool. He's just like, oh, no, don't worry about it. It's going to be cool. <laughs> it's, uh, and I, I mean, do you mind if I tell the anecdote that I, I gave in the article? Uh, one, of the, one of the examples that I was trying to describe as to how this could be a cultural issue is that uh, one of our colleagues, who I will not name, his wife is, was born and raised in Japan. She's Japanese. Uh, and she actually – she would prefer not to work in Japan because even though she's well-educated, she has a master's degree, she's successful uh, in marketing, she has all these great qualifications, seems like a fantastic woman, would be expected to pour tea at business meetings because she's a woman. And my, my argument was if she volunteered or wanted to or she was like, oh, yeah, here, let me get that and does that, that's great. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with people doing things for each other. Yeah. But the expectation based on sex is where the problem happens, and that was the main point of my article. Expect expectations are, are where we get into very dangerous territory. So Interesting read. You should check it yeah. out on uh, ps3.igene.com. It's up Thank you for saying right such now. nice things. No problem. I really enjoyed it. I like that we're doing more uh, you know, 
interesting stuff like that. Mm. Uh, real quick, then we'll table this issue and move on to reader mail. The colleague that you didn't want to name, was mm. it Dana Jungle Ward? It was not Dana. <laughs> she, she, Dana is not married to a Japanese woman. Oh, okay. I, oh, I'm sorry. The red hair. It threw me. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I, totally. Reader mail! Mail call. Mail call. Give me a maelstrom. Maelstrom. There we go. <laughs> uh, Sounds like you just got punched in the gut with that one. <laughs> maelstrom. I'm going to start with my favorite email of the week, all right? This comes from Alexander. I'm coming out of the closet. I'm gay. Sorry, ladies. Alexander then follows up. <laughs> that wasn't me. My email address was hacked. Sorry for the disturbance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. That was, I just like uh, so. Yeah, Alexander's friends at college get on his account, and emails entire address book, and one of the addresses is beyondithygiene.com. <laughs> oh my god! That's Remember, awesome. if you want to be a part of the show or have stuff like that sent to us, beyondithygiene.com. That's all you need that's to what do. You're looking for it. There you go. You can be on the show. You're part of it. We all have fun. Um, last week, Colin. Yes. You described resistance controls as floaty. Yep. I told you that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. People were like, you were like, no, it isn't. We, me and Ryan tried to talk you down. And you didn't. Uh, <laughs> Phil writes in. He says, floaty definitely means bad. Tight controls don't have to be heavy. Floaty means you don't have immediate control over the character. Mm. This is an undefined word, I think, in a way. You know, because well, we're 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 defining it based on like past you know definitions of how we've used this word when talking True. about. True. Yeah. Games. Right. We're giving it. It's kind of a lot of a lot of. I think a lot of. A lot of the way we speak in the video game industry has sort of been defined by our own industry and has no external, you know, rules. Context, sex, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'll have to rethink that word and how I use it because um, I, I think t- uh, floaty controls can be tight. I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess it's just the way you're using it. You know? I think I, I see where you're coming from because what you're saying is there's no control, there's no input lag to something, as in you make an input and there's no... There's no uh, time. There's no separation between your input and the character's action, but that the the action itself isn't is is floaty. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I guess I was just kind of kind of putting it because I just put, beat Killzone three right before I played Resistance three, and uh, yeah, like you know, just the movement on the sticks it doesn't require as much movement to make your guy snap to me, and like you just kind of feel like you're moving very quickly, in kill, and very in fluidly. Or in resistance. In resistance. Oh, okay. You feel like you're moving very fluidly. Killzone is a very heavy game to me. You know, not as much as Killzone 2, but but mm-hmm. still heavy. So yeah, I'll have to rethink the uh, the way I describe it. Alright, well here's your chance. Okay. Jonathan writes in, he says, Colin, you have to help me here. Please assure me that Resistance 3 multiplayer is as epic as Resistance 2, even with 16 players instead of 60. I mean I, alright, so uh, I have a lot of experience with, with, with uh, Fallout 2 on uh, or uh, Fallout 2, with a Resistance 2 on, uh, on, this on, <laughs> on PS3, and uh, I played online quite a bit. And I honestly wasn't blown away at all by, by online uh, Resistance 3. There's too many people and too much too much shit going on. Resistance 2. Resistance 2, sorry. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I, I'm Jonathan's really lost right lost. now. All right, I'm going to start again. All right, here we go. I have Loading. a lot of experience with it. <laughs> I have a lot of experience with Resistance 2 on PS3 online. I was never blown away by it. I used to play it just for trophies. Uh... And I, I immediately was struck, and I think Clements and Greg can certainly back me up since they both played it. This looks sharper. It's it just looks more fun. It's more fast paced, oh, and yeah. it's really more it's more grueling. And I think that like by fo- some people in the comments on my preview were saying like it's just a cop out. They don't want to support 32 or 64 players anymore, or whatever they used to support. But I think it's really cool. Like that that prison in Chad with 16 players. It's not too crowded, so you can actually like sneak around a little bit. But there's you're not you're never going too long without running into someone. So I I think the Resistance Three is 
uh, online play is going to be awesome. Oh, based it, on that, based on what we saw, I think yeah. it's going to be really much better than Resistance Two. That was that was a highlight of the show for me is the three of us sitting in that in that uh, in the PlayStation Lounge and yeah. playing Resistance Three multiplayer for the first time. I thought it was great. I was instantly like, oh, I want to play more of this. And then then Greg just kicked me off the controller. I was like, you've had enough. And brutal killed me. And don't even get me started on the single player, man. The single, oh my god, that, that's the single player is awesome. It was awesome. It looks very cool. Yeah, it was so. Like, it was it's going to be. It's going to be a good happening. game. It's going to be a good game. No idea what the hell's going on. I'm looking forward to it. It's so cool, man. I, I, I'm, I'm so excited about that game. I really am. Zach writes in with a question similar about the Resistance 3s, but about exclusives in general. Okay. So my question is in regard to the amount of PS3 games, exclusives, and multi-platform. He says. Would Sony receive more of a profit if they focused on quality instead of quantity? Don't get me wrong, even with the amount of games coming out this year, quality doesn't seem to be an issue. But if, let's say, they put extra polish into Killzone 3 single player and added more features to multiplayer, or even spent more time on SOCOM 4, etc., etc. Zach, I think you suffer from something a lot of people do who don't live our jobs or whatever, or troll message boards all the time. Sony is just publishing games, right? It would be similar to if I owned Beyond Newspaper. And I had editors, you know, Colin and Ryan, and I gave them each an individual article to work on. Just because there's a lot happening in Colin's day, it doesn't mean it's affecting Ryan at all. You know what I mean? Like, these are different developers working on games. So the people working on SOCOM 4, if for some reason they weren't working on SOCOM 4, their resources wouldn't be moved to Killzone 3. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly it. Like, yeah, so you have to understand, like, so SOCOM 4 is developed by Zipper. They developed Mag. So they're working on SOCOM. That's what they're working on. Naughty Dog is working on Uncharted 3. Insomniac is working on Resistance 3. Gorilla just got done with, with Killzone. Killzone 3. So, like, the, like all these different developers are working on things. So, like, like Greg said, Sony is the conduit by which they release the game. Sony's working on its tan down with a beach, doing nothing, <laughs> collecting fat checks. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> Jeff Rubenstein and his wife living the high life off of Zipper's hard work. <laughs> uh, this one comes from Eric. I just read about the new PS3 Cloud Save feature for PlayStation Plus members, courtesy of the great newshound Jim Riley. My question is, why hasn't Sony been making a bigger deal out of this feature, especially when considering how much Microsoft has been pushing their To the Cloud campaign for Windows? Uh, I would say right now it's because, right, like if you notice, PS Plus is usually stuff like betas and early access and yada yada. I think they're trying it out. This is their whole... Let's give somebody early incentive to see what's up and try it out and yada, yada, yada. One day down the line, maybe it'll be mm. available. Kind of like the PlayStation Rewards program, right, that was open to limited people in the beginning to work out kinks, see how it works, how do people like this, how does it respond. Did That's anything, all. Just guessing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did no, anything please. happen to that, the PlayStation Rewards program? It's supposed to go live sometime this spring. Okay. In real. I'm still in it. I haven't gotten anything about it yet. The Well, I'll check that email address, to be honest. But the uh, – I, I, so I – you know, because I'm going to write a piece today about the cloud yeah. saves. The – uh, I was really excited. It's funny. Like I, 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 uh, I have an Ethernet cable in my room, and, and my girlfriend always takes it out of my PlayStation when I'm not using it until I put it in her computer. So I was playing Homefront, and then I, I put the cable back in, and I got a thing. I was like, you have to download this firmware. Then I'm like, yes. So I, down, <laughs> so I downloaded it or whatever. And then I go to my phone, and I, I go to text Greg, finding that Greg had already texted me telling me that the cloud save was up like 20 minutes before. Yeah. That's how dorky we are. So, hey, maybe you guys should include me on these little conversations. You haven't signed Jeez. in the PlayStation Network in like three and a half weeks. I Next noticed. time there's a firmware update for StarCraft, I'll make sure I do it. <laughs> you mean a patch? Because that's what I called. don't know. I don't understand the PCs. Um, that's okay. I don't either. So anyway, the, the, I just want to say that the, I was really impressed with the speed by which you can – and the ease by which you can put things into the cloud, which is really cool. Even big saves. My biggest save was maybe Pac-Man, which was like five megabytes, which uh -huh. is real quick. 
Five megabytes on PlayStation Network when you're downloading something like that psychology thing was only 33 megabytes. It took like it takes five minutes, which there. is you know yeah. insane. So I think it's a cool feature. And what I noticed the most is that the PlayStation Plus hatred is getting less and less and less and less. Greg and I, of course, were advocates from the very beginning, Sounds but cool but th it's a great deal, and this is even better. And I noticed a lot of the comments uh, in Jim's story were saying like, "Well, this is what I needed to get on board." So. For for those like myself that don't have PlayStation Plus, mm -hmm. this cloud save system, how does it actually work? How does the interface work when you're in the on your screen? It's really easy. So you go to your game save data right. folder, and right. you just hit triangle over it, and you to like transfer as if you were transferring something, copying right, right. something to a, a USB drive. Right. But it'll have like a folder that says like cloud save or something it's like got that. The it has the PlayStation, PlayStation Plus logo, logo on it. Yeah. And so you just you just transfer to that as if you were transferring it to a USB drive, and it just happens, and it's automatic. Now, the cool thing about this, and something I was really worried about, uh, and I use Vanquish as an example, because Vanquish is a locked save. Uh -huh. does not matter. It will still transfer, and you can get it back. Or, well, I guess we'll find out today. Do you have to get them back to use them? Is it just like a basically backing up your save files? Is that all it's doing? Yeah, I don't think you you can't save, as far as I know, I'll test it today, I don't think you can save onto the cloud. I think you save on your system, yeah, and then once every 24 hours, you can refresh that save that you have for that game, I believe, on there. So you can upload things as much as you want, but you can't take things away as much as you want, in okay. other words. So you're not saving onto the cloud. You're saving onto your system. This is a fail save in case your system is about to fail. Gotcha. Or, gotcha. Which, okay. And I was really relieved because, uh, you know, I'm... I'm Vanquish is like one of my most cherished saves right now because I want to do the cha yeah. the challenges and that save is locked. So if something happened to my slim, I'd be screwed. Not anymore. Not anymore. I put my infamous ones up right away. Got them boys backed up for infamous two. I'm ready. Yeah. Why do you need them though? See, that's the thing is that they they well Nate Fox remember at E3 hinted that maybe oh, you need right, right. some kind oh, of interplay yeah. with those trophies. That's right. Yeah. Interesting too. I need to go through. I noticed and 100% both of them. One is 100% for something and then the other or well no neither are right because I have the platinum in it. But like I had, you know, I switched it around. Mm. Like I didn't do all the stunts on the good guy. I did them all on the bad guy. Stuff oh, like the that, stunts man. are a pain in the you ass. Yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I was. It was funny when I was going through my saves, and I was like, I don't need this. I don't need this. And a lot of the saves I went through that I didn't need were saves I got platinums on. Even games that like I really care about. You know, I was just like, I don't need this anymore. But then saves that where I was like, oh, maybe Bio maybe I'll go back to Bioshock 2 one day. I'm never yeah, gonna yeah, go back yeah. to Bioshock 2, but <laughs> maybe one day I'll do it. So I, I uploaded it to the cloud. Cool. To the cloud. The cloud. All right, final two real questions here. Uh, maybe I'll do three. Anyways, uh, Gustavo writes in and says, what are you most excited about in Mass Effect 3? Colin, go. I'm excited about the fact that Earth is going to get pwned in Mass Effect 3. I, oh. it's, about, it's about time they brought it home, you know? Made I'm, us care. That's, that's what I'm excited about the most. What do you got for me, Clemens? More Miranda. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. something to definitely be excited um, about. No, I, 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 essentially, I, just, I, loved that, I loved Mass Effect 2 so much. Then I'm just ready. I'm I'm happy to keep going. I'm, I'm well. For me, it's more story. I went back and tried to play Mass Effect 2 on PS3, and I just couldn't do it. Like I was just like, ah, I've I, like it's so boring to be in a conversation that I know the ending to. Mm. You know what I mean? Clean Even if you're too. picking different answers. Yeah. To, well, I, especially I went and did Renegade, thinking I'll be Renegade this time. It'll be completely different, and then the choices were still very much in line. Like it doesn't really alter the game that much. Like oh, mm. all right, well then, that's too bad. I will go play DC Universe online. Thank you. And not anymore. And never not any, yeah. yeah, not anymore. Um, this one comes from Trey Smith. It's a quick one, not even a question, actually. He just wanted to point out that the Sony Xperia Play abbreviates to sex play. <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd put that out there. Thank you, Trey. Well done. I will now yell that at Scott Lowe all the time. Where's my sex play coverage? Sex play. Uh, final question. Little Hollywood writes in. He says, Beyond, I'm sure Greg has answered this question before, but is each episode of Back to the Future a different story or just part of a big story? And what's the turnaround to get new chapters? Because Chapter 2 is already on the PC. 
Um, Little Hollywood, yeah. They're, every chapter of the Back to the Future story, so far at least, every episode I should say, there's two of them so far. They're part of the giant overall arching story of that, you know, they went back in time and screwed something up. But every episode has its own contained thing. When I, each episode I've beaten, I felt like I've accomplished something, but then there's the dangling of, oh, well, in the bigger plot, this is still the, where you play out what's happening. Uh, turnaround time is not good on these, apparently. Uh, if you remember, PC version came out at the end of December, and we got it on PS3 February. Yeah. So I would imagine don't look anytime soon for episode two Maybe on PSP. May. Yeah, that sucks. That's I don't know what Telltale's problem is in that. And the port didn't even run that great. Like, that was the problem. It didn't run. And then it went to iPad. It was even worse. So, great game. It was still fun to play, but, yeah, that's upsetting. Troubling. They say the least. Troubling. Um, before I turn it over to you, Ryan Clements. Yes. A couple of housekeeping notes here. Yes, please. Uh, Phil says it's time for a community beatdown. I'm putting together a community get-together on the PSN. Me and a bunch of my other I- my IGN users will be playing Uncharted 2 online. I'm not exactly Ooh. sure when it's taking place, but to participate, people should go to people.ign.com slash philp2. P H I L P E E two. Jeez. Philippe. Philippe. Whatever. Jeez. And check out my blog, Phil. Also remember, there's a new Beyond shirt on Cafe Press if you want to try to get a hold of that. I got it. I'm gonna wear it to PAX. So you should wear it too. TinyURL.com/slash/beyond/colin-shirt. It won't be up forever. So get, we gotta move on to that. I also want to say so, one other thing, if I may, before yeah. we go. Uh, I will be reviewing Homefront on Tuesday, uh, and I want to just throw it out there to give people enough time to plan. If you're gonna get that game, uh, I want to play with the readers maybe next weekend. Ooh. So, like uh, so we'll, what we'll do is we'll preliminarily say a week from this Saturday, okay. we'll play, or maybe this Sunday we'll play, and we'll we'll play some Homefront together. Okay. Nice. Uh, remember, PAX East is this weekend. Come see me, Greg Miller. Uh, you can get all the details at tinyurl.com slash IGN at PAX East, Saturday at Barlow, 6 to 9, all ages meet and greet, Sunday Game Scoop panel at 3.30. Remember, follow us on the Twitters. I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is No Taxation. Ryan Clements is Pwam Cider. IGN is IGN. No, no, that's pretty easy to find us. <laughs> find us on Facebook if you can get in there. Nobody uses it all that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Facebook gets worse and worse. I still, I still check it, but oof, it's really call. getting worse. Re- just to let you guys know, you are getting uh, the only things I post on Facebook are the things that are automatically being posted on Facebook through my Twitter account. If my Facebook wasn't broken, that would be me too. Yes. But it does not do that. Uh, also, I would like to say very exciting news. Uh, on Monday, you guys should look for a particular review, which may or may not include a Dissidia game that's coming up. Oh, it's going to be a big review for me. And, oh, and I would also like to say, now this is a little bit of an early tease slash hint slash this is me doing the Beyond Listeners a service. Ready? Yeah. If you have never played the original Dissidia and you're excited about the next one for some reason or another, do not buy the original before buying the new one. And I will explain why in my review on Monday. Um, I'm trying to save you money. One more thing before I turn it over once again. Uh, Ryan Clements has started a new Xbox podcast here at IGN.com along with Christine Steimer and Arthur Gies. Uh, podcast Unlocked. Mm-hmm. Your episode one's posted. Yeah, it's live. People should go check it out. And and for the for again, I'm not leaving beyond as you can see. I'm still here, well, still no, with the boys. You're half cyborg now. Uh, I'm half cyborg, but that was only a necessity to interface with the console properly. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we're not sure if we can trust you anymore. Well, the the cyborg part has complete submissive uh, protocols. So it's not, it's not self-aware. It's not self-aware yet. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it'll evolve over time. Well, Scott. So yeah, you can check out that. Uh, we, as Beyond is a Thursday show, Podcast Unlocked is going to be a Wednesday show. So if you want something to do before you listen to Beyond, you can listen to Unlocked. There you go. Look at that. 
Eh, worked out. And last but not least, I present to you a song by one Samuel who writes, Hey, here's a song I wrote. It's techno. You're awesome. Enjoy. Wow, that's Kurt. I like that. I, I like it. It was great. Also, the song name is the, spelled out five and then in parentheses, stage number three, end of parentheses. Nice. Five, stage three. It's a techno song. Beyond. Beyond! Good luck in packs, Greg. I don't need it.